and welcome to Life at Your Own Well podcast. This is a podcast where we entertain, educate and advocate and this week we bring you some news from the entertainment world because if you're not aware, in the first three weeks of August it's the International Edinburgh Fringe Festival and we've been to see quite a few shows. But before we get into that and before we get to chatting to Jay because he's back with us today, I have an apology to make. Yesterday I went to see a couple of friends and we recorded a podcast episode. It was really fun, we talked about lots of important things. I went to edit it and the sound was awful so I couldn't put that out to you and I'm so annoyed with myself because one it was a fantastic episode and two two of my friends took the time out of their week to record something with me so a big shout out to Jay and a big shout out to Joe and Stephen if you're listening I'm really sorry but I couldn't put it out we will do it again but like I said Jay is back with us Jay hello how are you everyone's been missing you bonjour everyone's been missing you really Yes. Who How are you? Who in particular? Well, if I say specific names, it's not fair to the other listeners, is it? Mm, fair enough. But, um, yeah, where have you been? How have you been doing? Playing. Well, I know how you've been doing because you're my husband, you live with me, but the listeners don't. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing drums as usual, Purple Rain, and maybe joining Shinty. What's that? It's a Highland sport, like hockey and like hurling, which is the Irish sort of thing of it. Is it a really manly thing? It's not like football, it's like hockey. Hockey? Yeah. So you bent over a lot, so... How you do it in the air? You do hockey in the air? Yeah, with a stick goes in the air, I think, rather than, you know... You'll need to show me this, because I've got... I've not got a clue what you're talking about. Okay, I'll show you later. Yeah, you yeah you will. So, the shows that we've been to see this year in the Fringe, uh, between us, how many in total have we seen? Six or seven. So did you go to, do you know which order we've seen them in? Or? Yeah. You do? Okay, so what one did we go to see first? We I rely saw, on you for the... We, we saw the lovely <laughs> Suze Kempner. Suze Kempner, yeah. So do you want to describe what that was like? Well, firstly, before we even got there, we didn't have a clue where to go because the place isn't signposted... Very well. Very well at all. We went to like seven like seven different locations within... Um, Bristol Square. Bristol Square in Edinburgh. Didn't have a clue where we were going. But when we did get there, we got the last two seats, which was good. Yeah, it was good. And and so just as we sat down, it was pissing down with rain. Oh, so. it was, yeah. But the noise was lovely because it was in like this old shipping container, an old uh, converted shipping container. So that was good. Was so you did that noise, it was good. And it was also good what happened in the show. And she said, it's called Y2K Women, not Yak Women. Yeah, because of the font. And what did she, <laughs> yeah, what did she say? And she said... Now I'm going to. This is how you probably do your yak show. So what did you say? Do you remember? I can't remember. Can I get a moo? A moo. Okay. Is that where yak hair comes from? Cows. I think it's a breed of cow. I think. Yeah, because some wig makers. So if you listen to this for the first time, I'm a loose wig maker and designer, and sometimes we use yak hair. Oh, probably yeah. Uh, we use them in for things like uh, lace eyebrows and beards, and sometimes to soften a hairline. Yeah. But yeah, that was good. So you want to describe the kind of. Like she's a comedian, isn't she? Yeah, she's a Jew- Jewish comedian, yeah. and she's very um, allied for trans people and people like us. Yeah, she talked about that. Yeah, yeah she did. And also, so it's it's nice when you go to see an act or when you meet someone for the first time. And you're like, oh yeah, I can be myself around them, and they're not transphobes or homophobes. Yeah, and she's also in Doctor Who at the moment. Is she? Yeah, she is. She's, what is she doing, Doctor Who? She's playing Doom in the in the expanded media. Wait, she's playing so a character called Doom. Yeah, Doom. Yeah. D-O-O-M, Doom. Yeah, Doom, and it's called Doom's Day, not Doomsday, as in the day of Doom. Oh, right, yeah. okay, it's switching a bit the apostrophe there. Yeah, 
So basically, it's um, across platform of the extended media. So like the comics for all the comic and the magazine, and the audios, a book, and one of the games. Mm-hmm. It's lost time. So basically, it's she's trying to find the. I know she's trying to find the doctor. It takes twelve hours, and she's got it before she gets killed. So I don't know the whole thing, but it's like a whole platform for the sixtieth. Okay. But she's gonna. Yeah, because it's the sixtieth anniversary of Doctor Who, isn't it? It is, and she's gonna. That's of, mad. It is. Yeah, she, can I can I just say before we delve deep into this one, this act, I was really struck by her eyes. Did you notice her eyes? Yeah, they're lovely. Huge, beautiful brown eyes, gorgeous. They were so lovely. Yeah. Yeah. What else does she talk about? Talked about anti-Semitism from her point of view. Yeah. Uh, the hate she's getting from the Hooving community. Because Can, like, the hate... I, it's such a juxtaposition. Is that the word? Yes, like, when not. you think about Doctor Who, it's, like, fun and escapism and things. And when you bring hate into it, that's, like, the polar opposite. Yeah, they don't like it. It's like when Jodie... Why? Came, it's like when Jodie came and, like, obviously... Oh, because Jodie's a woman. Yeah, and because Shooty's... Possibly, you know, so is like. What do you mean, shoot? It's possibly what? Maybe gay, or it's also called black. They don't like him because that's his woke. What do I mean? But the doctor could be anyone or anything or any description. It's like like, it's so stupid. You you want people to stay behind in the times? I know the master's been a woman. They've had yeah, became a woman. I mean, it's just like it's silly. It's like anyway, she was really good to talk about. Like impulse and yes, she talked about like lots of things in the nineties, like impulse spray and she, what she would do is um what what was the the, the thing with the impulse spray? She spray it over her body. Because... Oh yeah, that was it. She spray it all over her body because she thought that would attract this, men. This person, yes. Yeah, this cool. this person that she had her eyes on, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. And then she talked about uh a song. What song? I can't remember the song, but she used to download it on Napster. Napster, yeah. And how it took overnight to download in a song. Yeah. Because of the internet being so slow. Been, oh, and then the, she talked about the, the Manelian bug. Yeah, and also, you don't know this, kids, but there was something called, di- called dial-up. Dial-up internet. Dial-up. If you use Google Maps, dial-up would give you Google Maps in 15 minutes. Like a yeah, whole, can you remember oh, dial-up? Yeah, I can. That was really frustrating. Nona had dial-up. Did she? She had a, she had a, a Packard Bell. Two Packer bells. I'm sure, I'm sure everyone did at some point. Yeah, she had dial up. Yeah, that was Free yeah. Serve. God. serve. Back in the day, CDs and everything. And then you would burn to CD. Yeah, you would CD on, but unfortunately, her wasn't good enough for that because obviously it was um, not got a lot of um. Obviously, well, back in the day, yeah. Yeah. Anything else to say about that act, other than it was hilarious? Yeah, she was just really funny and. And then she picked on the audience as well. She did. I'm, like, thankfully, we weren't at the front. Uh, so I was like, I hate it when, when, because you're thinking, oh God, are they going to choose me? I don't know yeah. what to say. I don't know what I will say. And her brother's here as well, Luke Kepner. He's in Scott Squad. Oh, is that her brother? Yeah, Luke Kepner's in Scott Squad. What's that? It's a Scottish comedy mum likes. It's all about, like, it's a mock of the police force, basically. I think they can do <laughs> I think they're running a mock for themselves. Yeah. Not you, Annie Louise, but, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but yeah. it's just when you hear about the police, ah, uh, yeah. all the things that are coming out about them recently, it's yeah. disgusting. So that was the first act we went to see. Uh, what was the second one? Did I go with you or did you go to that with That you? was, the second one would be... Because like, one week we went to see three acts in a week, didn't we? I was exhausted. Yeah, so it was all, yeah, Blondie. So, it was Blondie so that was story. the second one that you went to see? Yeah, Blondie Story. Okay, do you want to talk about that? It's still in that. It was okay. So what was it about? 
do say about Debbie Harry, the story, but it wasn't much of a story. You got a wee seg- few segments of it, and there's a few songs. I think the band were great. So um, imagine, like, I, I didn't go to see it, so if you could describe it to me as in you sit down, what happens and so when? There's a screen at the back, and they talk about... When, like, who, what, who talks about it? This, uh, this woman who's, like, maybe Debbie. Oh, so it's like a tribute thing? Yeah, a tribute story. And you you talk about you get some so facts. a tribute telling a story yeah but her and her life and a wee bit but it's not a lot of story is most of the songs like they meant like they didn't do a lot of the songs they missed a few songs like Maria they missed out like Union City Blue that's a yeah. huge one yeah Union City you and I know that yeah Union City Blue you gotta see ya yeah I'm real young and one candle high yeah that's the only lyric I know oh it's like my favorite actually they did they didn't do it the brand were good but it just wasn't because they're doing 11 shows a day not just Blondie they were doing like obviously Billy Joel and Franklin and stuff like that you know my house so like they had all that to do in the same venue so fair enough they're tired but it's like yeah yeah and they were late starting so they, they cut a bit so it wasn't even an hour oh really yeah so it didn't really we didn't know where we were going we got to ask I'd be like um, I'm not getting my money's worth here yeah it wasn't as good like cause I don't know if it's well because we've seen Blondie so would would Blondie have had a part to play in that not necessarily, because it's just a, a tribute thing either, not really. Okay. Yeah, we've, I've seen Blondie in concert, so maybe that's... Like, you know how sometimes you get documentaries and and iterations they, about people, yeah. and sometimes they have to ask their permission and I whatnot? Don't, I don't think so, I think it's just that, yeah, it's a few clips and that. Do you know what um, Debbie's... So, wh- where was the venue for that? Uh, there was Surgeon's Hall. Surgeon's Hall, okay. Yeah, Angela Trimble. Trimble. Who's Angela Trimble? Debbie Harry. What do you mean? That's her real name, Angela. Is it really? Yeah. Her... So Debbie Harris is a stage name? No, it's not actually. No, it's not a stage name. She was adopted. She, her parents... Oh, her, okay. Her right. parents, something happened and I think she was adopted. So her name changed to Debbie. Okay. Angela. Yeah, so... Angela, so where's Harry from? That Harry's just her adopted name. Oh, okay. So basically she's Angela, Angela Trimble, but her birth name, but when she got adopted it was... Debbie Harris sounds much nicer. Yeah, I think she'll say, Angela Trimble... No, I mean, no offence to any Angela's out there or any Trimbles, yeah. but Debbie Harry, it sounds like, it, yeah, it, it suits her. Yeah, and then the t- first show we saw was, the, well, second show you saw would have been Josh Jones. Yeah, Josh Jones. I, I I, hadn't really seen any of his material, but it was you that suggested it. You bought the tickets without me knowing about it. And uh, when we first went in, it was great. Because, well, firstly... It was absolutely peeing it down with rain, but we were. Uh, it was in like this kind of alley place. It was cobblestones and things, and there was a tent above us, so it shielded us from the rain. So I felt quite giddy that the rain was pelting it down, but we were, you know, sheltered. So that was nice. And when we first went in, it was a good sign because they were playing Cascada every time we touch one of my favourite songs. And we sat down, and in came Josh, who is a very, very, very gay comedian. Is really funny. Uh, very camp, and he he says that he it's just his natural voice. Look him up, and he was really funny. And then he started. Now, if there's any, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know the story I'm about to tell, don't you, Jay? Yeah, yeah. Um, if there's any squeamish people uh, listening, then maybe fast forward for the next minute. But he started telling this joke about uh, douching, and uh, douching is a thing that gay men do to in preparation for acts. And uh, he was saying he was completely empty and like a, the, like the shell of an Easter egg. Yeah. <laughs> and then by the end of it, he was uh, like a filled cream egg. <laughs> 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 
the whole audience was howling with laughter. Ah, uh, it was just so funny. That was really funny, and uh, it was, it was just talking about you know being himself, and being unashamed of it, which of course you should be. It yeah. was it was really funny, and I went on to follow him on Instagram, and I said I enjoyed the show and things, and he re- he replied to me, which was nice. Saying he was glad that I enjoyed the show, which was, yeah, that was yeah. really good. And it was quite a. I mean, when you think about it, he's a gay comedian known talking about known for talking about gay things. It was quite a diverse audience, wasn't it? It was. Like, lots of people you'd expect to be there would be there. Yeah, even the straights were there. Yeah, even all the straights. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you remember, he loves to be bummed. He likes to be bummed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he talked about that. being bummed. <laughs> <laughs> remember that story he told about being in the water, the canal, and his boat. Yeah, you, ducks, you, yeah, you tell that story, yeah. And he ducks, and he, he, or it was our geese, it was geese. It was. Yeah, he was walking along the canal. Yeah. And uh, it was faced by a goose, geese, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you say the rest. He's, and, he, and, he, and he looks at them, and he gets panicky, and he jumps out of the water. He jumps into the water because and, he thinks this bird's yeah. going to attack him. Yeah, and, yeah, and he goes back, and, and he walks out, and he's like... And then the bird looks at him again as if to say, eh. Yeah, and he, oh, and he says to himself, like, I could have handled that much better. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to have done that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, searching for that venue, that was a little bit more difficult as well. But, yeah, so any advice to, that uh, I'd like to give to the fringe organisers is signpost, signpost it a bit better, a bit more clearly. Yeah, exactly. Because for people that are autistic like us, we need solid facts of where to go and where to be, what time at, where exactly. to queue. Exactly. I know it's not always... You know, always it's not always possible, but yeah, yeah, find it a bit better. So that was my second show. Yeah. What was the third show? Well, the first show I saw was um, well, that would be the fourth. Yeah, that would be my first show, wouldn't it? Yeah, first show I saw was um, Jeffrey Holland. Jeffrey and Holland. So you want to dis- uh, describe who Jeffrey Holland is? Jeffrey what Holland, he's famous for? He's a legend in the British comedy scene. He he was obviously Spike Dixon, Heidi High, and James Twelve Trees and. You rang my lord. Two shows that we adore. We love, yes. And he was doing, this is my friend Stan Laurel. It's all about Stan Laurel talking about, talk, basically talk, talking to, like, it's a one, one-man monologue. Talking oh, to it's his, a monologue? Yeah, about, okay. about Oliver Hardy. And he's in the room with Oliver Hardy. He had a stroke. And he talked about how he's upset because he's had one and trying to make him feel better, but knowing that obviously he's not going to survive and trying to pick him up. And it's just all about memories and stuff and he goes into like every time we go into we scene they've done he'll put his hat on and the lights go down and he goes into Oliver Hardy voice okay and it's really clever and it's so much fun and when he finished he was so humble smiling realizing like really grateful like not what <laughs> he was so happy and it was just a, such a great show so what was the the audience like there was that quite a mixed bunch yeah it was actually I think they obviously came for and a lot probably came for Heidi High and that yeah, and a yeah. Lot probably, well you did yeah of course, and a lot of people came for this Laurel and Hardy thing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Stan Laurel was from Olverston. Where? Olverston. Where's that? England. Okay, where did you think he was from? I thought he was American as well, but I don't. That's me uncultured, my uncultured self. Well, you can't expect to be in the know about everyone. No, but it was a good show. That was in twenty past eleven in the morning. Yeah, an early one. It's probably because he wants to do stuff during the day and night, probably. Yeah. With, with his wife, I think it's Judy Box. I think his wife is the actress. Oh, is that his wife? I think it's his wife, Judy. I think it is. Okay. Maybe. Don't quote me on that, Jeffrey, and don't get annoyed if I get your wife wrong. W- was <laughs> she in any of the shows with him? 
Possibly, yeah, I imagine so. Maybe she was in um, in uh, Doctor Beechin, maybe. Okay. Um, yeah. Anything more you'd like to say on that show? That just it was fantastic. I'm so glad I got to see Jeffrey because for a second person from the trio, as in like Sue Pollard, Jeffrey Holland, and Paul Shane. No, we've not seen Paul Shane. We're not likely to either. No, Shaney, poor Shaney. But you know, yeah, you know when he died, actually, you know, thousands of people turned, lots of people turned up for his funeral. Did they? Yeah, fan because he's you know the impact he had in their lives. And yeah, he just loved acting, and you know. Anyway, the show you saw the last one was Mark Bittestone. Yes. Yeah. Oh, well, we found that venue pretty easily. Uh, it was in George Street. George Street. Eastside. And it was in this basement bar thing, and uh, we were told to go down into this basement place. This, I have never felt a hotter place on earth than this basement. It was so hot. There was no windows to open. There was no aircon on. There was no breeze. Nothing. So it was predominantly a load of gays in a basement. Yeah. And, and Donald. Oh, yeah, we'll get to Donald in a minute. But, uh, so, uh, what was his name again? Donald and Anne. No, not, oh. not Donald, the, the, the artist. Mark Brittestone. So, Mark Brittestone, he is a comedian. Very funny. And, uh, it was kind of. Do you want to talk about him for a yeah, while? He's not as camp as Josh Jones. Mm hmm. But he, he did go to one, what do you call him, like a gay rave, would you call it? Or a gay party. rave, yeah. Parties, yeah, he does that, and he does that. He talks about, you know, he has audience participation. There was this couple called... Do- oh, yeah, yeah. That, 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 yeah, I'm just remembering the other people that were in the audience, and he was talking to this, uh, what I assume was a woman, and she said, yes, I'm blah, 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 I'm here with my drag daughter, Elizabeth. I'm yeah. like, oh, wow! I love that, and she was a drag game promoter, wasn't she? A drag promoter, yeah. I should have went over to her and said, hello, wig maker, I could be your best friend. Yeah, exactly, and another <laughs> couple was... Uh, yeah, but it was so nice to see that like um, queer visibility because where we live, we we just don't see it. No, we don't. No, we don't. Another couple... They we're were... like the shining lights of the neighbourhood. <laughs> we are, actually. I know we are. Another couple was um, two gays. They were from a cruise ship. Remember they met in the cruise yeah, ship? Yeah, yeah. One was the actual pilot, the captain. The pilot, he piloted the, the ship. And one was the dancer. Yeah, wasn't there a thing about he wasn't... Oh, yeah, that was saying, well, who's steering the ship now? Oh, yeah. It was remote, it was remote control. Remote control ship? Yeah. A remote control no, ship? No, no, it was a joke saying that he was oh, there. Oh, yeah, right. See, there's autistic me taking things literally. Yeah, yeah. and then there was Donald and Anne. They were afraid. Yeah, so there was Donald and Anne. Uh, they were a straight couple. And, of course, the host had to pick on them. Yeah, and they're 35 years married. Yeah. They were good. Um, yeah, for being an older straight cis man, he was quite sort of down with the gays wasn't it he was and what, what was the other one he had in the other show he was talking about how he was really getting into like talking about you know anal and all that and he was talking about and he really said something really funny and Mark was shocked I can't remember what it was but he just yeah he gay. seemed to know a lot about gay culture yeah yeah and it's quite nice actually yeah because a lot of well I mean any straight people that we know they, they don't have a clue no they don't oh yeah and, and then um, Mark was talking about like was it Mark or was it Mark that was talking about positions? No, it was no, no. I think it was Josh. I think Josh. Anyway, getting back to Mark. Yeah, that was enjoyable. And wasn't he just kind of discovered on TikTok or something? Uh, was was he a teacher in- before? Instagram. Instagram. Sorry. Mark Mark's on Instagram. He used to be called Poofs or Us, but he does all the likes reels and stuff, like uh-huh. like 
grandma or something like a family member or family member saying yeah oh, and he was a teacher before wasn't he he was now he's now uh, like uh, yeah he does more like um tutoring now yeah and then when he was talking about one of the students and he said i saw you on instagram and he said no it couldn't be me well it's got your face and your name so it is you because he was trying to hide uh, that side yeah, of his life of course and remember the end of the show you had like a beat and because tv america said he wanted the french venue but he told them well, i want a tv or a screen Remember, mm-hmm. and he got the it got the venue. He got the TV in the back, so we had to turn our heads round. Remember, it was well, but it was grinder dates. Remember, people asking questions. Oh yeah, I loved that. And the, oh yeah, it talks about one guy getting in touch that he liked to eat farts. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we're not here to kink shame, but no, just no. But we, no. I was, I was actually on phone at the time, and I saw. I thought you were going to say I was actually on grinder. Like, why? No, of course not. Excuse, why? No. On Instagram, Do you like I, when, I, when I followed him, right? <laughs> when I followed him, right? I, I was like, sort of live, like it was on live. I remember that post live when he was okay. doing it, the questions. And a lot, you know what? You no, know the one thing he got a lot, maybe like more, more than five actually. Custard. Custard. People sometimes have custard fetishes in Britain. What do you mean custard fetishes? Like want to lathered in custard and do it, and it's like, or oh, put right. custard powder, and it's like, or pour custard on yourself, it's like. No. What a waste of custard! Yeah, I know. I'd rather have it. I eat custard, not lather it to have a good time. Well, no, in that sense. I mean, I like a nice bath cream or whatever that smells the sweets, but not custard. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, it's farting custard. Imagine it a few days later. Oh, burping, farting custards. Ch- oh, that one with the chicken egg. Wanted to like put an egg and lay an egg and pretend it was. What? What was that one? Someone about laying eggs as well, and they wanted to pretend to be a chicken, and lay an egg for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And what was that one other one where I want you to get dressed or no? I want you to pour something water or something in your house or something, but I can't remember what it was. It was weird, but yeah, it was really funny, the people of Britain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, was that the last show? Uh, I've got one more. Okay, well, well, that was the last show that I saw. Yeah, what was, was the last one that you saw? was. I can't remember her name, unfortunately, but Mum got the tickets. It was in, actually, in, it was in Met Me the Brunton Hall. Theatre in um, Musselburgh, uh-huh. but unfortunately, Burton's still closed. Um, it was What's that, it closed for? Because again, ref- the roof's damaged. So the oh, I hope they don't refurbish it because the Burton Theatre is done out in like this 90s decor. I love it. Yeah, it is good. So, if you're listening to Burton Theatre, please don't change it. It's gorgeous. It's, it's, but please fix the roof because you don't want a leaky roof. Yeah, because counterfeit 70s have cat. Can- you can't have like the axe going through their act with a bucket in the middle of the stage. <laughs> I know because counterfeit <laughs> 70s they're not coming anymore until next year because I didn't like the. So, what, what was that act? That was a French song, so it was like PF to pop. PF to pop, okay. So like up to the 60s, like pop and stuff like that. Can you, can you describe it to me, because I've not got... So basically it was a woman... It is, neither of the listeners. Oh, what was her name? I know the, the keyboardist I was more interested in, she was called Jenny. Keyboardist? Yeah, she was She was great. I just can't remember the woman's name. I'm sorry, I can't remember your name, but she's doing it on our show this week. We'll find out, put it in the show notes. Yeah, she's doing it on Along with show any week. other links. It's also, there's doing like Peter PF songs and like um, Johnny Holiday and that sort of stuff. And I didn't know a lot of songs like you think are British or actually or English, they're actually French translated and vice versa. All right. Yeah, so it's quite fun. Edith Piaf, is that the one that goes, No, oh, Jennifer? Yeah, there was two versions. One French. So, I'll tell you about that, right? She was on. Sorry, was, I've just murdered that song. Sorry, right, she was ill, right? In her bed. And this guy. Well, I like to think she'd be in her bed if she was ill. Yeah, she was really didn't wasn't di- didn't know she was dying. Make her stand. Yeah, she didn't know she was dying. Right, this guy came to him right and said, like she was writing songs on the piano, and she said to him right, well, go up, head, 
can you play that with me again? Right? Mm-hmm. And he played it again. It was that song. And that was the song I got her out of bed, got her touring for six weeks and did a whole tour. Oh. And then she died afterwards, but that song revitalised her. the tour? No, I don't know. That revitalised her. Yeah. No regrets. And you know what she said to him? She put her hand on his shoulder. Because, you know, I want to be famous. You don't have to worry about anything anymore. About anything anymore. Because, Why? Because she realised that was the song that was going to make him famous and you don't have to worry about money and stuff. And it, it was. Oh, She said, you don't have okay. to worry anymore because I'll make this happen for you. He wanted, he wanted a, a song a song to be famous. He wanted to be out the name out there and it, it helped. Okay. So that was the shows that we went to see. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about this week? I want to talk... Where have you been? Well, I want to... Well, you're... Because you I've been busy interviewing people. It's well, been so fun. I want to talk about um, the actual something else with the festival. The, the TV festival. Okay. Well, television... Basically, you know what's actually been voted the best moment of TV this year? No. Um, you know how at the end of the power of the doctor and you and you say who's Jodie going to regenerate into, right? Uh-huh. And she goes back into the tenant and the 14th. That is the greatest moment. Is it? Yeah. And I think I'm so excited for that, though. Not long now till we get to see the episodes. When's it out? The new series of Doctor Who? Well, next spring is a new series, but there's going to be three specials, three six-year specials and a Christmas special. So we're getting I would f- rather just have a nice whole series rather than drips and drabs of it. We're getting, we're getting a whole series next year, in spring. You've been saying to me for ages, so we're getting a new series next year, and then next year's came along and no, it's we are, we're getting, we're, No, they confirmed it. BBC is next year's going to be the whole series, but we're getting four episodes this year. Four specials. So three... So- I'm really confused as to how it's going to work, because you've got Jodie, who's turned back into David, who's now to turn into Shooty. Yeah. I, how... I, I, that's... Yeah. On my mind. Well, it's something maybe to do with this, with who Neil Patrick Harris is playing. So, okay. Like, oh, obviously, but possibly, who we think we might he might be playing it. Like, don't give any spoilers. Cause I don't want to. No, know. he obviously is playing that character, but you know. Anyway, yeah. So that happened. So it's going to be, it's going to be the Star Beast, which is the first one. Then there's the Big Blue Yonder, the second episode. Then it's going to be the Giggle. Giggle. Yeah. Giggle's the one they had to change the name to Giggle because the the original name is going to give it away. Oh, okay. Yeah, and there's a certain um, is it that one? There's a no Star Beast has got a certain um, comedian in it. She's yeah, okay. The person's voice and um, beat the meep. So, beat the meep and the Star Beast are from a Doctor Who magazine comic from the seventies, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also there's going to be a Christmas special. Okay. So they're bringing them back. So then they'll be this. In... Is it gonna be? At, is it gonna lay, lie or lay whatever the word is? F- sorry, drop on Christmas yeah, Day. Yeah, it's gonna be a Christmas special. Not because I'm not that keen on it when you see shows and like yeah, Christmas special and it's on Unboxing Day well, on Christmas the, Eve. I know, like Jodie's era, they had the New Year specials, but this is proper back to Christmas specials again. Okay. Yeah. So, what's your been your favorite, like so far of Doctor Who favorite episode? You mean out of the the Jodie ones? Other ones you've watched. I only like the Jodie ones. Okay, what's your favourite then? Oh, there's been lots of moments. I mean, I like the the Tim Shaw thing with the teeth. Oh yeah, because there was there was a bit of a like a comedy element to that one. I liked. Was the episode called Kablam? Yeah, Kablam. Yeah. Was it called Kablam? Yeah, Kablam. That was good with Julie Hesmanhalsh. She was good. That's novel novelised. Now. I remember the memes going about saying you'll never look at this item of stationery in the same way ever again. Yeah. That was good. That one and oh. Arachnid. 
Oh, yeah. That confirmed I'm not really scared of spiders anymore. That was good. I shoved a Galati in it. Yeah, that was good, that one. Uh, my least favourite one is when she turned back into David. Didn't like that. Heartbroken, I was heartbroken. But the power of Doctor, like, you don't, like, I know when we watched that. And yeah, that, that was a good one. That's the most animated and excited I've ever seen you be, ever. Yeah. And we've been to Italy, we've got married, we've done loads of really nice I'm things. Sorry, and that's awful. the most excited I I've ever awful. seen. Yeah, you should feel awful. I'm sorry. Because I did so much for you. No, <laughs> but the thing, no, it's because, like, it's probably the best episode Chris Chibnall wrote, and they did, right, from that era. But, you know what an impact I had on people, though, because, you know, when I started shouting, Colin, Colin, yeah. you didn't understand, like, I'm going to go through if you're going to shout like that, you didn't realise the impact of having Colin and, and obviously, David Bradley and Lily Hart's not right. Because, I mean, I don't get the, I mean, I like Doctor Who to an extent, but I, what is it about Doctor Who that, it, why is it that it means so much to so many people? Well, I think, well, when I watched the reaction to that, right, Having like obviously William Hartnell long alive, so it's yeah. David Bradley. But having Colin and David Bradley, and having Sylvester McCoy, Pierre Davison, and of course Paul McGann, his first ever TV episode. Yeah, because he was always audio. Only, audio wasn't he? and the movie and this wee short. Big finish. Day, 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 yeah, and it's funny, right? Because it's like, oh, it, it just means so much to people because, like, the show brings hope. And love to people. Like, I listen to the audios and I love, like, you know what I love? Like, it's new adventures with the old, with the other, the classic doctors and, and characters. It's mm-hmm. not just people, like, obviously, you do get people like John Coleshaw and Jacob Dubman, that, you know, voice. David Jacob Dubman, he plays. Jacob Dubman. He plays, like, the 11th Doctor really goodly. Goodly. And old John Coleshaw. Really goodly. Yeah. Sorry. New words? Yeah. You're and so then, innovative. And then um, John Coleshaw plays like the Brigadier. Well, actually, that's not new. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. Sorry. sorry. John sorry. Coleshaw plays like the Brigadier and stuff like that. He voices the Brigadier. It's so nice to have that. And John get... Coleshaw, is that the Impressionist? Yeah, that's Deborah's friend. Yes, Deborah yeah. Stevenson's friend, yeah. Yeah, and it's really good, like, because you get so many, Coaster. like, and so many, you know, different characters, like, also, obviously, with, like, Sarah Jane's character is now voiced by Sadie Miller, which is her daughter. Mm hmm. So she gets to voice her mum's character, which is such a nice, you know. But having that episode and having the scene with, like, Tegan and Pierre Davison's Doctor, like, talking about Braveheart and Adric for the Cybermen and all that, and then having the scene with... Yeah, because I'd watched the old ones with you with Tegan in it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you'd be quite pleased that she's here. How many years later? 40 years. 40 years later, wow. Yeah, and also the one with Ace, but my favorite, one favourite scene was Ace and... Um, the seventh doctor because like are we good we're more than good <laughs> we're ace and it's we're like ace. oh it's just so but i wish bonnie was in that which i know she was but is it a bit like me with football's wives and tanya turner going, yeah it's like tanya turner showing up in bad girls right okay that, that that's how for me because because i love ace and i love mel like audio mel not not you know how actually bonnie Lambert got the job on doctor who no i don't because she was seen um screaming on something that's show and that's screaming she, yeah that's why she got the job and that's why she left because she screamed and oh, she running can't... down all the time and sylvester just said now you had to fight for a, a leaving a exit scene for her they weren't going to let her go like i think oh, okay yeah but they're just going to write her out with no yeah explanation yeah because it was because she came in she came in on the um episodes of the time lord 12 the time lord was linda bellingham 
She's in Quasar Dark Hill. Oh, I love Linda Bellingham. Yeah. The Oxford. Yeah. And her voice as well. She had to just have one of those kind of husky type voices. Oh, I just love so her. She's so good on the audio because she... she's back. Well, no, back. This was like Did 20... you ever see a Linda Bellingham in The Bill? No. She played Irene Radford in The Bill. She was like this gangster's mum. Oh, oh, wow. she was, oh, she was incredible. She's, she's actually corrupt in Gallifrey, the audios. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's because they're dark hills. So she's like a judge. She's like she's like so good because it's a dark hill, dark hill Astra or something. Or her full name is of something, house something. But she's so good. But the, the time lord trial of time lord. I think that's when Bonnie came along. Mm-hmm. So Nicola Bryant left, and then Bonnie came in, and then you know, you know this funny thing is like Colin never got regeneration. How? Because he he didn't get to witness it because he was away before they did it. What do you mean away? Left the show? Yeah, so he was let go from the show or what happened because his run was not... Because they first lost faith with Doctor Who at the time. So mm-hmm. they, they never got really good run with stories and stuff like that. So people didn't watch. So so Sylvester basically had a wig on and the jacket on. You know, the bright coloured jacket. And, and regenerated into himself. Oh, okay. Because they, cause in, in the time in the Rani. So yeah, that's so yeah, it's different now with the audio because they did the audio to make it better. So mm-hmm. they regenerate. So now it's no, it's back, right? But yeah, he was he drained into himself because they didn't have Colin. Okay, so so like I've got a question for you. If you could choose, this is going to be really difficult. If you could choose between the Doctor Who series, but you see the visuals or audio, just one of them. Which one would you choose? It was ha- audio, probably just now. Really? No, why? Because I've lost. What's it about just audio only that you love? And also, listeners, let us know as well because. Uh, we would love to know why you love to listen to audio only as well. Because I'm autistic. Sometimes when I'm going about going to work or something, a long journey to Musselburgh, but I like having instead of music, I like having an episode. Because I'm listening to like also Bernie Summerfield in the moment in Time War and stuff like that. It's so nice, like David Warner's Doctor, like because they were how she was, they were romantically involved with Lisa Berman. It's just so nice to have you know, like um, have your favorite characters on the go. Okay. Instead of having like a you having an iPad up and watching the TV, you know, and they're just so good. Like the writers are writers who love Doctor Who, mm-hmm. and they know how to write the characters, right? And you get so many like you get Leela, Romana, Ace, Mel, Joe. You get all these different, you know, old Perry, obviously, Evelyn Smythe, Charlie. You know, get all these, and you get so much lore. Like I listened to one a few months ago. It was Cold Fusion, which is one of the grand the Fusion. Cold Fusion. Cold Fusion. Yeah, it was a multi Doctor story with the fifth and seventh Doctor. It was up Isn't that a flavored water th- water thing? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is actually. It's tea. Yeah. Yeah. And then basically, it's all about it's a it's a new Virgin New Adventures book, and all about mm-hmm. the Doctor's wife. So not River Song, but Patience, and it's all about how they find her, and it's all about the Time Lords and stuff like that, and it's a really good story. We've got Adric and Nissa and Tegan. And and seven other companions. It's just a really good adaptation of the novel, and it's like six. It's quite a long one, and it's just so enjoyable because you get more lore. Because I love the lore when you see people hear people's like houses and like their names mm-hmm. that way because it's just so much. And what the audios do better, I think, especially now, the characters like the villains, like the Daleks, and things are more like that because the Daleks get to use their Dalek control signals, puppetry, and like their. Dalek clones, Simon get to convert more. They feel more where they're meant to be. So, like with the audio only, is there like because I suppose you need to use your imagination a lot. Is it 
a lot more appealing because what they're describing and saying in the dialogue and things is it because like a lot it's more open to interpretation yeah and it's what i love about it is because they've got the spin-offs like because like jago and lightfoot they were only in one serial the tongue of one cheyang and if i pronounce it right in the 70s they came back not seen each other for 25 years did jago and lightfoot and then also you've got gallifrey you've got river song it, and you know it's like because it's cheaper for them, obviously, to do audio. And you get all these lovely spin-offs of different people. Even Nicola Walker's got her own spin-off. Oh, Nicola Walker, she's incredible. Yeah, she's got robots from Caldor, and it's like she's from Caldor. Yeah, because I've been recently watching her in Scott and Bailey. She's, oh, she's incredible. Yeah, she, I've not walked, listened to much for Zave Dogs for her, but... And you get tortured. It's just so good to have all these different people getting their own shows. It's like, because the moment next month, I'm not looking forward to next month. What's that? Gallifrey, War Room... Gallifrey, is that where the Doctor's from? Yeah, so yeah. basically it's like Gallifrey War Rooms is after Time War 4 and Leela's, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's Leela and Narvin. Okay. And it's called um, Maneuvers, this one. And it's all about, because she's obviously, it's just so good having Leela and Narvin and stuff like that. And obviously Razalon. Razalon was actually played in this one, Richard Armitage. Okay. And before that, he was played by Terence Hardiman from the Demon of Master. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you could, if you could get someone from the Big Finish on the podcast, who would it be? Who would you love to talk to? Oh, there's a few. So I love um, Sean Carlson who plays Narvin at Trillnum. I would love Louise Jameson who plays Leela, Warrior of the Seven Team. Yeah, she's an Emmerdale right now, isn't she? She is. She's yeah. She's playing Rona's mum. Yeah, and uh, twenty years ago she was in EastEnders as Rosa DeMarco. Marco, yeah, yeah. Of her, the also... red hair with the wee white bit at the side. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that, and I love um, Sophie Aldred who plays. Dorothy McShane, uh-huh. aka Ace. So I would love Katie Manning, obviously. Would you get anyone from like behind the scenes? Yeah, I would actually. I would love to get Scott Hancock on. Who's he? He is. He's actually the scriptwriter at the moment for the sixty specials. The, 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 okay. That he writes and does things for Big Finish. Nicholas Briggs. Is that the guy that does the Dalek voice? And Simon's and all the different monsters, and he also. Yeah, we've watched things he that he's stuff, done on yeah. YouTube. I love, I love Nicholas Briggs. I want. What's that thing that distorts the voice? It's like a, it's a voice mod, mod, modulator. Mod, voice modulator, yeah, that's And it's, you know what? Because remember we watched that thing of, um, like, he spoke into this contraption and it turned his voice into yeah. a Dalek. You know now, right? You know, for the, the Blu-ray specials, right? His, I think a lot of times they're Blu-ray, actually, do you still get those? Yeah, they do collection stuff. I'm not got any, but they actually replaces the voice for his voice for the Dalek. I think now you know another special effect. Okay. Because no one happened when he first did the voice, right? People shuddered. This is back in the first, when they came okay. back. Because he was just... Experiment, I can't do it, but no. Well, mm-hmm. who's your f- out of all the like you know, the, the like the, obviously the what's what's the word like, um, the fan favorite monsters? Who's your favorite? The ones that keep occurring, not like the like standalone, you know, like, uh, I don't know, I'll just say Dalek. Do you know who minor? Who you know who minor? What's that? Cybermen, I love Cybermen. Yeah, they see with Doctor Who in in general. It's a lot for me to to understand because I'm more. I like watching real life stuff or like dramas. I don't really do the, the sci-fi thing, and so it's a lot for me to. Yeah, understand because I'm like, well, how can he have half a face and have half a. Like a robot face. Yeah. I, I can't. It. It. I, it it's something that it, it's just within me that I don't relate yeah. to. And another fun fact I found out. Do you know the sardis sound like the like mm, the hum. 
The what? You know the hum of the TARDIS, like, mmm, it's like, when it's... Vaguely, yeah. yeah. When it's materialising, like, it's actually a key on an old organ pipes. Is it? Straight, yeah. Lovely. And also, Della Dirk. I like how they keep these traditions. Yeah, and actually, and actually found her, the actual one, and Della Derbyshire, who actually did it, was actually on a, you know, they made the first 60s one, it was on a, do you remember what the instrument was? No. Do I remember Gaga played it? Oh, yeah. oh I can't remember. I've forgotten his film, unfortunately, but yeah, yeah, Gaga started playing on thing, and that's how they make the sounds, it's like a, oh yeah, speaking of Gaga, it's 10 years of art pop this year. Wow. Art Pop is my favourite album. I've listened to it hundreds of t- thousands of times over the years. I hope she does something special for it. Because there's a whole movement of the hashtag justice for Art Pop. She could I hope do. she does something for it. She could do, but I think she's more focused on her movies at the moment, I think. I know, but I love her for her music. Of course. I think my favourite moment of her is when she does the sound of music music. Oh, oh just, my Just goodness. because I love musical theatre. She is... She is like the definition of versatility, isn't she? I mean, she she does classical, she does jazz, she does pop, she does dance, she does country rock. Country rock. She does everything. Yeah, reggae was lovely. I'm not sure she's done reggae. She should do or scan on like no like madness was special. That'd be good. Baggy trousers like her version. Oh no, no, just no. Don't ruin, don't ruin the magic for me. That'd be lovely. She needs to start wearing wigs again. I miss her wigs, her crazy wigs. Maybe it's too hot for her under her flow of hair. Uh, I don't think that bothers her. Okay. She's got thousands of works. She's she's used to it by now. But anyway, yeah. so everyone's dying to know how you're getting on with learning how to play the drums. I'm getting there. I'm doing better. I've I mean, does what does one do in an av- average drum class? Oh, I s- I sit on a a, a stool called a drum a drum throne. A drum throne. Yeah. Okay. Yep, and then I s- and I make sure the old. My mind struck my teacher structure. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's the high hat. I mean, it's all like no the right level and like the the height for me and all that. And I just start playing, looking at beats and doing like obviously the bass drum and the snare and all that. Okay, are you enjoying it? No, I love it. Okay, what will you do with it? Do you think? I just love to play my favorite songs like Mushanga and Rosanna and that sort of stuff. Okay. It was great. So are we seeing a, a concert near you soon? You never know. You were telling me you watched something about Coronation Street the other day and they had some special artifacts from the past. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, so, yeah, we, we're huge fans of Coronation Street. Not so much the recent stuff because we are absolutely heartbroken still that they moved the studio from Key Street to their new Media City place. It's now all just demolished. Oh, uh, Yeah, all those famous people that have made so many memories at Granada. It's all just gone. Anyway, so I watched a thing on YouTube and these people, they were allowed to film inside like the tour bit of the new place. And uh, they had a stand and it had Kevin Webster's old uh, garage overalls. And then in the next little bit, there was a glass cabinet and uh, you saw a hairnet. That must have belonged to Ina Sharples, played by Violet Carson. That, that must be... Six, 60 years old or something. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and another bit, they had... um, this. It was like this stand, and they had like three metal prongs on it. And on the, the edge, at the top and the edge of these three prongs, it had three hair curlers. And they must have been Hilda Ogden's hair rollers played by Jean Alexander. And But the, the, the best bit for me that I saw, uh, 
it was like a it was like in this glass cabinet and on like the sort of small platform thing and they had Deirdre's old thick brown glasses. I love that. I love Deirdre. And I'm so I'm so glad that they've kept all the artifacts. I thought it was just a case of destroying everything that they'd done and then just setting up somewhere new somewhere else. But nicely kept iconic stuff like that they could because nice. Yeah, because I've recently I've really been uh, getting into learning about the history of the show and where it was made, and I was looking at how the the old outdoor sets were made. That's lovely. I, I find all that stuff deeply fascinating. I do, and I just love another thing you showed me about it was um was it uh, Sarah Lancashire getting a wig on? Yeah, I didn't realise that. that she wore a wig as Raquel. It's nice. Yeah, it's a really nice, very nicely made wig. Even I didn't realize I'm a wig maker. I didn't realize it was a wig. Yeah, it's I love her. And I really, really, really want to make the Bet Lynch beehive, but I don't know how to. I'm so de- I wanted to make it for years. Oh, is there not one someone at ITV could help with those wigs? They'll never tell me. I'm a nobody. They're only interested in names. I've contacted them before. Ah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, so I'm a nobody. Hmm, I wonder you could ask. I mean, I know some people that make drag wigs and hair pieces, but. They never get back to me. Strange. Yeah, mm, so... Very strange. Yeah, so that has been our week. Uh, anything else to add before we go, Jay? Stay hydrated. Stay, um... Don't stay... Oh, stay hydrated, anyway. Yeah, wear your sunscreen. Talk to your friends. Put check in with on. them. Don't stay in the sun too long. Yeah, try and stay out of the sun between 11am and 3pm because that's when the sun's at its peak. Especially for pets. And if you're in... You're up at the moment. Stay stay safe. Yeah, absolutely. So we hope you've enjoyed listening. If you're a new time listener and you've not already followed the podcast, go ahead and click that plus button. It's absolutely free, of course, depending on which... Yeah, you can listen on any platform and just follow the pod. We'd love it. And keep sharing the pod with your friends. The more shares that we get, the better, because it means we'll be seen and more people can enjoy it. And you can follow us on Instagram, at Life at Your Own Will. Anything else, Jay? Just a shout out to everyone. Yeah, or yeah, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, please. That's the the main one because the more reviews that we get on that, the more it helps the algorithm and whatever. So if you could really do if you could do that, we would really, really appreciate it because we want more listeners to enjoy this, yeah. And also a shout out to everyone we know who listens. Yeah, we really appreciate your support. It's 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 so incredible when we get lovely feedback to to know that People just have a good time. Yeah, here, especially when people we we talk to on a weekly basis. It's nice. Yeah, to absolutely. Know that they like so, it yeah, whatever you're doing with this next week ahead, we hope it's a safe one, an enjoyable one, and yeah, look after yourself and others, and we'll see you next week. Take care. Nana stays. Bye. Bye.